0: hi i'm harry hi i'm rory and welcome to games on film
1: say games on film, but is today actually films on game? Possibly.
0: I didn't think to make this a films on game episode because I'm not sure if that scans right.
1: No, <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot that's not right about this podcast, <laughs> so I'm quite happy with films on game. But yes, this is a slightly different episode, kind of a special Um, For want of a better word, Um, we've done several episodes now based on uh, video game movies, either films inspired by or directly adapted from video games. But, of course, it goes both ways, perhaps a little less now than it used to.
0: Yes, there was a time in the early days of video games where you couldn't move for video games based on hot movie properties Typically, it was your side-scrolling platform game. Mm -hmm. I remember lots and lots of those getting released. Mm. And some of them good. Some of them just... Some of them were E.T. (laughs) for the Atari. Yeah, some of
1: them just... uh, Misbegotten Cashins. Mm, it was part of just, I guess, the synergy of it all. Um, it was another way to promote the film. And, you know, there are some games which just shout out as quick as they could, often with much less uh, development time than a game would traditionally get. And then there are some, oh, maybe diamonds in the rough. And I'm not talking about the Aladdin time game, the (laughs) SNES. There are some games like the main subject of Conversation Today, which is 2004's Spider-Man 2.
0: Yes, so every now and then we may take a break from our video game movie episodes and deal with one of these diamonds. Maybe we'll deal with some bad ones as well, Mm. but I think we'll look at some notable Titles mm. that really stick out as just a little break from the regular programming to give us a bit of a a refresh. Mm. And uh, Spider Man 2 is the choice for this first uh, attempt at that.
1: Based on the first Spider Man 2, not the amazing Spider Man 2. Although
0: or... I think there was an amazing Spider Man 2 game. Too. Yes.
1: Yes, this is. They're trying. When we say Spider Man 2, we're talking about 2004's Spider Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. I guess A, A, D, and B, C There was before the MCU And this film was before uh, Iron Man really And, um, you know, it's just, it's just very different And we'll talk about that a bit more As we yeah. deep dive into the film, I suppose But the timing for this
0: episode is I mean, in, in terms of where we are at in Spider-Man media, mm-hmm. I suppose
1: In the film series <laughs> oh, sorry, that's a big spoiler. I've got that bit. You start again. <laughs> Give me such a shitty look. Sorry, there might be some people who have not seen Infinity <laughs> have you, War. Have
0: you seen? Have you seen all the um, Tom Holland spoiling um, oh. his, his stuff before? Because yes. there's the there's the one where it's him. Who he comes out? What he thinks is a post Q and A for Infinity War. There's <laughs> actually a pre Q and A for Infinity War, and he comes out saying, <laughs> 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 and everyone's just like, "What?" That's how I'm and gonna. Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't know what's happening, so he's like, <laughs> and "No one knows what's going
1: well, on." That's how I'm gonna start entering a room. But the, be- the best one is <laughs> best Ruffalo one is it? Mark Ruffalo. Oh yes, <laughs> with Don Cheadle. Don, dude. <laughs> Um yes anyway so why are we why are we um it's not because the numbers for our last episode or two are a little bit down is it no, no. <laughs> why is um why are we talking about Spider-Man today
0: well it's an interesting time in Spider-Man universe um we've got a couple of Spider-Man movies coming out before the end of this year Oh crikey we've yes we've got Venom coming out oh yes Oh, yes. I'd forgotten about (laughs) that, too, before I sort of prepped the show.
1: It might be amazing, Venom.
0: (laughs) I saw lots of people reacting to the trailer, and Mm. there's the shot of the most recent trailer. And there's the shot of Tom Hardy's face reappearing in the Venom and saying, I'm going to eat you, or Mm. something along those lines. And everyone was like wow, this is the most amazing, and people were in it, and still imagine it just looked like the shoddiest yeah, thing. Some, someone's
1: trying to remake Spawn, <laughs> looks vaguely like. But, you know, Open Minds, we are running a video game movie yes. podcast, so, Who you know. To say? We, it might be good. What's, what's the other Spider-Man well, film? Well, maybe
0: more exciting, mm. based on the trailers, is the Into the Spider-Verse mm. animated movie. That's meant to come out by the end of the year, is that right? Or
1: maybe early next? I'm not sure. Here's me worrying that was too many Star Wars films coming out right now, and there's three separate Spider-Man films in this year alone. Yeah, so, well, um... yeah,
0: I'm not forgetting, obviously, the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel as well, mm. which is due out next year. So lots going on in the Spider-verse, mm. but specifically with regards our interests in terms of video game movies and movie video games, there's a much-hyped, big blockbuster PlayStation 4 Exclusive release mm. uh, coming out imminently, which is just titled Spider Man.
1: Oh yeah, like like the hero Spider Man with a hyphen. Oh, a hyphen, of course. Yes, like very I, important. I sp- yes. never forget the hyphen. No, I don't have a PlayStation Four, so it was a little off my radar. But um, when we knew we were going to do this podcast, I decided to have a look at some videos, and by golly, it looks very much like a next-gen version of the game we're going to talk about. And yes. I can see why people are very excited about it. You know, even the fact his costume looks a bit weird, but everyone's been reassured, oh, this is just one of his many costumes. And I guess that's almost a mission statement because they want to try something. They want to reassure people they are trying to try new things. This isn't just a remake of the Spider-Man 2 game we know enough. It's um try to be its own thing even as it seems very, very, very influenced by Arkham uh, Asylum and Arkham City and that sort of sh- a shtick.
0: Yes, it's hard now for anyone to make a third-person, uh, fisticuffs combat game without mm. drawing quite a bit in terms of the combat from Batman mm. Arkham Asylum, as well as some of the stealthy aspects I mean, it um, works. to it.
1: It worked so well in the Batman game, so I don't really fault them for it. And I think Spider-Man Two, from two thousand and four, drew from a few other games as well. I think so. Um, I just guess I was a little bit weirded out how, in in the footage I saw, he was using a lot of gadgets. And Mm. I know that was a thing in Spider-Man Homecoming. And I suppose, before we continue, uh, spoilers for, i say, most of the Spider-Man films. Predominantly
0: spoilers for Spider-Man 2, both the video game and the... Mm.
1: Uh, motion picture event, yeah, and I think the Sam Raimi trilogy as well. I think, I think okay, I mean, I might okay. dip into that if needs be. Yeah, he. I know the gadgets came into play in Spider Man Homecoming and, and in the comics themselves, I suppose, but. He seems to be running around sort of with a spider machine gun at one point, <laughs> and it really, really confuses me. Blah 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 blah. I'm going to shoot spiders <laughs> yeah, in spi- your face. Yeah, Spider-Man carries a gun in this one, like Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I can understand the hype, is what I'm trying to say. Do you have a PlayStation 4, or I forget?
0: Uh, yep, do have a PS4. I don't know whether I'll get this game at least right away. Mm. I've got a backlog of about 30, 40 games, mm. sort of all just waiting to be played. So I'm not sure I'll get round to it anytime soon because there's there's a lot of games coming out the towards the um for the rest of the year as well. I think the um
1: which which game creators are creating it? What publisher? This is is
0: uh, Insomnia Games. They need to work on the hype machine a little bit more if they want to get Rory (laughs) Steele. Yes, if they want to pre-order, well you can you can get three costumes including um Ooh. spider-man's costume from avengers infinity war and a punk spider-man costume as well oh i right. so wish if you Pu- pre-order
1: now punk's in isn't it yeah <laughs> well i would like a birthday suit spider-man where like he's uh skillfully you're missing the essential bits i think i'd love it
0: um i'm sure there are
1: some mods out there for re-skinning and very unfortunate ways. I mean, Spider-Man is odd in that, I mean, I know Batman doesn't look like a bat, but he also, he's got the leathery wings, I suppose. He he hangs upside down in his bedroom, at least in a 1989 Tim Burton movie. <laughs> but Batman is trying to look like a bat. Yes. Spider-Man, I if you said, what's the spider look like? I think the furthest thing away from a spider would be Spider-Man. But he was bitten by a spider. Mm, Batman was bitten by a bat, wasn't he? I forget, I get the uh, origins mixed up. He was terrified by a bat. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Peter Parker was
0: terrified by a spider. Yes. He was like, ah, I'm going
1: to put fear into my enemies. Maybe um, Spider-Man's parents were killed by spiders. (laughs) And he vowed he will war on all spiders. And then, (laughs) um, you know, he wakes up next morning and he's Spider-Man. That was a confusing (laughs) segue.
0: But yeah, Spider-Man's not trying to strike fear into the heart of his enemies. No. And, but, like, yes, he dresses up as a spider, but I guess he named himself because of... His he was Yeah. But then no one else knows his backstory. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he no. says, oh, and by the way, the reason I'm Spider-Man. Unless there's, like, a Daily Bugle article I'm missing where they had, like, a proper sit-down interview mm. with him and he goes
1: through his... Like in Superman of Lois Lane. Yeah. <laughs> when she sings Can You Read My Mind.
0: But Superman, he has someone to talk to, whereas... I guess Peter Parker would probably interview himself.
1: Yes. <laughs> but he's a photojournalist. He doesn't do a candid interviews. Yeah, so.
0: but he's got the access. Just on the on the PS4 game... Oh, yeah. From the looks of things, it does seem like it's taking its cues quite a bit from Spider-Man to the video mm. game, because that's still quite well regarded. There's been a lot of Spider-Man games before and since. Oh, yes. There was obviously the movie Spider-Man game. Have you
1: um out out of all the Spider-Man games, which have you played? I played a little bit of
0: the Spider-Man PlayStation One game. Mm. It was it was all right. I mean, for the time, it was pretty good, Mm. and that was developed by NeverSoft, and it was using a version of their Tony Hawk's Pro Skater engine, which is they developed Tony Hawk's, and uh, I think in one of the Tony Hawk's games, Spider-Man was a unlockable character as well. I think think uh, Spider-Man, maybe number two or three. Darth
1: Maul was in another game. It's like the Smash Brothers, ultimate Smash Brothers of its day. Is
0: it Eddie from Iron Maiden? Yeah, was he? Yeah, I think he was one of the characters. (laughs) Do you think he rides skateboards at all? Well, they haven't announced the full roster of Smash Brothers characters, so we live in hope for Mm. Spider-Man, Eddie from Iron Maiden, and... Tony Hawk, Tony Smack, Hawk.
1: smacking um, hey, Luigi he's, he's, with a skateboard.
0: He's a very prominent figure in video games. In, in the Tony Hawk War. series of people. He deserves to be <laughs> in there as much as some rando Fire Emblem True. Uh, fella. True.
1: You heard it here first. So, <laughs> but
0: there's been lots of... I mean, there was the movie games, and then since the Spider-Man 2 game, there were multiple follow ups or your ultimate Spider Man and Shattered Dimensions and Web of Shadows mm. and various things. So it's interesting that this new game has sort of I dunno, caught a lot of attention and hype because it's it's not like there hasn't been Spider Man games since Spider Man two, but I guess this one's just got a whole lot of development, um, mm. time, energy and resources and
1: yeah, hype. I mean my Spider Man game experience is, is fairly limited. I mean this Spider-Man Two is by far the one I've played the most, but I actually really enjoyed as a, a few as a Game Boy Advance game called Mysterio's Menace, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which was which is two thousand and that was great fun and it had it was like a two D scrolling beat, beat em up, but the swing mechanic was really satisfying. Uh, i think there was first Spider-Man movie game which was also for the GBA and that was the same as Mysterious Menace but less good and I think I've played the Spider-Man first movie time for the GameCube and that was dreadful but I think there's been this sense that all the games since Spider-Man 2 have just have just not quite cut the mustard
2: mm. um
1: and I think even with its revolutionary swing mechanics we've kind of not done so well in the later games and um i've watched some videos of all the games since and yeah it does it doesn't seem to have quite the zest of spider-man 2 so i can again understand why this this one seems like the big big hope
0: yeah i mean there's quite a good pedigree i suppose i think they started out making I think their first game was disruptor which was quite a well-received first-person shooter on PlayStation. But since then, they're best known for the Spyro games. Okay. So Spyro the Dragon, they did all those. Uh, They then did Ratchet & Clank, um, which uh, the movie version of which will no doubt (laughs) be a feature... Episode of games on film. So they
1: they're very good at creating their own quite distinctive IPs. Yes,
0: this is the first time that they've had a licensed property, mm. and the last game they did was Sunset Overdrive, which was well, of that, I think yeah. a Microsoft Xbox One launch title, maybe. And this new Spider-Man game is is kind of
1: based on that engine. So I get the impression that they're a company who would would pursue an IP rather than certain certain games who would like have IPs dumped on them.
0: Maybe they were approached because I guess. Because it's Sony and it's an exclusive And Sony owns the Spider-Man movie rights So I guess that's how it all tied
1: together That's the world we live in right now If I want to play a Spider-Man game I have to buy a PlayStation 4 Capitalism Terrible
3: This is my story It's the usual thing Boy meets girl Boy loses girl boy meets another girl, well, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Don't think my life is all flowers and romance, though. I wish. More and more, my life is spent out here, fighting some of the worst the city has to offer. Sometimes it's just a mugger. Sometimes it's a bigger problem. This is the city I protect, New York City. It's my home, my playground my responsibility. Ah, And this is Mary Jane. The girl next door. The girl I love. But love is a tricky thing when you live part of your life behind a mask. Fate handed me amazing powers, and I made a promise to use those powers to help people. With great power comes great responsibility. No matter how much I might wish things were different, There's only one Spider-Man.
0: Why have we chosen Spider-Man 2 as a games on film slash films on game episode? I suppose because as a movie adaptation video game, as a movie video game, it's widely regarded as one of the best out there. It's widely regarded as one of the best superhero video games that's Mm. been made, and Similarly, Spider-Man 2, the, the movie itself, is regarded as uh, one of the best...
1: Examples of the genre.
0: Yeah, it's regarded as one of the best superhero movies, mm. even, even one of the best Spider-Man movies, certainly, and, and many see it as the best in the Sam Raimi trilogy. Mm. So it makes sense in a way to look at both the film and the game as high points in their respective
1: mediums. Fields. I feel bad for saying genre earlier earlier because superhero films are so many genres now. Mm,
0: superheroes in the genre, comic books on the genre.
1: <laughs> Video games on the genre. <laughs> as I said earlier, as I alluded to earlier, yes, this was just a few years before uh, things like Iron Man came out. It's a very different playing field when Spider-Man 2 came out. And superhero characters were just very much locked within their own universes and would never... I mean, there's no chance of an Asgardian god popping up to say hello in the middle of Spider-Man 2. Although there was that X-Men
0: deleted scene where well, not deleted scene, blooper mm. where when someone in a Spider-Man costume pops up
1: in the background. There is a reference to Doctor Strange, though, in the film Spider-Man 2. Yes. It was something that you did not know when you first saw this film and now we're, we've <laughs> all been imprinted with an encyclopedic knowledge. Your mm. mum knows who Thanos is, and that's <laughs> Bonkers. <laughs> but yes, Spider Man 2 was viewed as, as very much a high point and, and much, and it had massive amounts of hype. The first film was uh, a massive hit. It was the first film to make $100 million on its opening weekend. And would that be viewed as a disappointment today? Yes. <laughs> oh, crikey. I was so hyped about Spider Man 2. Take us back to 2004. 2004. Well, we. Rory and I, being if you've if we've not if you've just joined us on the podcast, we are both brothers, and in 2004 we met in Japan because Rory was doing his gap year, and I decided to go on a holiday. Yes, <laughs> and um, so I met Rory in Japan, and we had. Uh, A ruddy good time Mm -hmm. Um, We saw lots of sights But the thing I was most excited about Perhaps was um, being able To see Spider-Man 2 Just a few weeks earlier than in in the UK You know, yes We did all the sort of Japan stuff And it wasn't really like
0: You didn't fly all the way to Japan just to see Spider-Man 2 before anyone else (laughs) Okay. well,
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, true. I I think it was
0: I think it was just right place, right time, because we had planned a general itinerary, but was sort of making it up a bit as we went. Mm. And we were in Nagoya, which, you know, pleasant enough place, but doesn't have a huge amount of attractions. We were mainly there to see the sumo tournament. Oh, yeah, cool. Which we we spent about eight hours watching sumo Mm. (laughs) all day and had a very enjoyable day. But we had an evening spare and we happened upon a a cinema by the station which was showing Spider-Man 2 that evening.
1: Yeah, and um, the way they announce films in Japan, they have someone outside shouting, Spider-Man 2! And I was like, oh. And there was like a giant... Elongated statue of Spider-Man as well. It's yes. a famous landmark.
0: There's like a mascot for the shopping center or something, mm. and um, it looks ha- like the
1: Slender Man. for yeah. <laughs> cosplaying as well. That's actually because they uh,
0: they theme it around Mm. different events and usually like a movie release they'll put it in a different costume so I wonder so at this time it was dressed like Spider-Man but I wonder if when Slender Man comes out in Japan Mm. they'll Slender Man the
1: Slender statue yeah it was kind of creepy and disquieting while dressed as Spidey so I can only (laughs) imagine what he's dressed like at the moment but yeah we had some time to kill We, we bought our tickets we sat in the cinema buzzing with excitement we had to deal with subtitles and I hate reading those I mean there were Japanese subtitles <laughs> did, so it was a little bit more difficult. I think, apart from us, the only other Westerners were some very loud Americans who were, I think, in the credits we were already, were going, yeah! Oh, okay. Yeah! I remember, that. I remember that because the Japanese way of watching a film is in respectful silence. Yeah,
0: we got spoiled just before we went in because mm. there were lobby cards mm. which you don't really see in cinemas too often anymore it, was, it definitely saw it in the west decades ago yes but it still it still <laughs> happens in japan they still mm. have promotional uh stuff tie in things with the film but one of the lobby cards was well, spoilers again for spider-man <laughs> <Man> 2 <laughs> was of harry osborne um with the green goblin mask
1: yeah that was kind of like
0: and that happens in the last five
1: minutes of the i the movie. Know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to think of an example, but I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> that was a bit weird, but um, hey-ho. I, th- I left the film and just, for me, did not live up to the hype. I remember we went for a, a rest- we went to a fast food joint afterwards, and you were asking me if I was okay. Yeah, I- <laughs> <laughs> you looked a bit kind of dumbfounded, and you, I
0: just remember you saying, I just need... I just need some time. <laughs> I just need some time to
1: process my thoughts.
0: <laughs> and I yeah. was like,
1: no, oh, I enjoyed it. But <laughs> And then I got it. I did end up getting it on DVD when it came out. And my uh, my buddies were like, why did you get it? You didn't really like it. And I was like, I, d- I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but well...
0: I mean, part of that was not just because we liked Spider-Man in general. I think, I think we were both quite fond of the comic book character, even though we weren't necessarily mm. comic uh, enthusiasts or, or read lots of comics. And I think, we were fans of the first film and and more than anything we were big Sam Raimi fans yeah
1: I mean I do wonder if this is the first half hour of Spider-Man 2 is a non-stop misery fest and then it kind of gets worse for Spidey from there, but um, I wonder if maybe my reaction is how a lot of people felt about Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi. And maybe <laughs> I just had no one to angrily tweet at, or or or, or that sort uh, of thing.
0: Imagine if Twitter was around back Gosh, then. Thank God it wasn't.
1: But yes, I think I remember distinctly when you came and he uh, came down off our fifty-six k modem to inform me who was directing the first Spider-Man film. <laughs> you said, "It's Sam." I'll try and do a little Rory voice. It's Sam Raimi. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how old were you? <laughs> what that? Did that um,
0: probably, what, 2002? So, what, 17 when it yeah, came out? Right.
1: <laughs> we are both massive Evil Dead fans, and right away knew his dynamic camera would be fantastic for the Spider-Man films. And while, Spy- while we do- I definitely have a fondness for Spider-Man uh, 1, I-, I think I it might even... I oh. Well, I'll get into that, but it's it's very, very close to Spider-Man 2 in my estimation. Um, You can't argue that Sam Raimi's direction is much more Sam Raimi in Spider-Man 2. But
0: I think what Spider-Man 1 has over Two is lots of Willem Dafoe.
1: (laughs) Yes. I (laughs) I mean, mean, as
0: much as I like Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, he is great. But I really just...
1: He is there's... hampered by the suit, though. Yes, I don't he hate is. the Greek he Goblin is. suit as much as some people because I, again, didn't grow up so much of the Green Lantern, not Green Lantern, different character, Green Goblin uh, in the comics. But,
0: but there's not a, uh, a week that goes by where I don't think, out, am I? <laughs> or, do you know how much I've sacrificed?
1: Yeah, you kind of get kicked out of a lot of the corporations you start, <laughs> don't you? Or, Back to formula. <laughs> but come on. This one has the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, what we're going to do in this is we might flip flop between the game and the film because they are sort of intertwined. And, and I guess this is a good point to talk about.
0: Intertwined like a web.
1: Like a web. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the weird one, weird thing about the adaptation. Into a video game is because this has an almost complete cast from the film, but they will take dialogue from the film and kind of just change it for no good reason in the game. So in the film, he goes, The power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Though it's a tentacle, but anyway. Um, in the f- game, he goes, um, So the power of the sun. For the good of all mankind. And I, yeah, it sounds less insane.
0: <laughs> well, I was wondering, it's interesting because the game decides to do cutscenes rather than using footage from the film. Hmm. I imagine that was a conversation at the time. But given that the game's cast only features three, well, four, but the game's cast has Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. as Peter Parker slash Spider Man. Kirsten what? Dunst. <laughs> <Whoops>.
1: Spoilers. <laughs> what? Spoilers. for What?
0: Anyway, sorry, I'll shut up. Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane Watson. Mm-hmm. Alfred Molina as Dr. Octo. Do... <laughs> Dr. Octo. <laughs> Dr. Oka... What? It's <laughs> oh, the pizza. The power of a pizza in the palm of my hand. Ooh. Dr. Otto Octavius, a.k.a. Dr. Octopus Doc Hock.
1: Can I just interrupt? His wife's called Rosie, and I thought the name Rosie Octavius is amazing. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> I'm
0: sure. I'm sure she was very happy to take the name, which was her maiden name was Rosie Stinkface. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Stinkface. Um, so you only have three of the movie cast uh, plus Bruce Campbell, the Chin, the Chin, mm. who is in the movie but in a in a brief one, role.
1: One of the few people to defeat Spider Man.
0: Yes. Yes. And he plays the sort of narrator slash tour guide in the mm. video game. But the rest of the video game cast is not the same as the movie cast, mm. but I guess they still use their likenesses. But I, I guess in a way that compromised what they could do with cutscenes. So oh, rather right, than okay. using movie cutscenes, they've decided to CG them or use in-game graphics. And mm. so I guess they had to re-record most of the dialogue as well, hence probably some Script changes and maybe re- I mean repetition
1: on their part. Who was that person who famously tried to be in the lookalike contest of themselves, and then they came second? Do you think James Franco auditioned for himself? They found a better one.
0: I don't know. I feel like James Franco would have
1: totally.
0: been all over mm. doing his video game voice, but maybe that's why they didn't ask him because he was being really weird about yeah, he it. He kept ablibbing. <laughs> he was probably doing very strange
1: things in the sound booth, and they decided to kick him out. <laughs> The dialogue and movie acting in the game, what do you think? Because <laughs> Toby Maguire, I don't know, he sounds quite bored. He Well,
0: he got a lot of stip for it at the time. What, but in the I,
1: game or in the film?
0: We're talking about the game now. We're talking because about the talking game about now, the yes. He got a lot of stip for it at the time because, yeah, people just... Yeah, I get it. It's a little bit bored and doesn't matter what's happening in the game he has the same tone the same sort of Hmm. intonation it's like i better rescue everybody (laughs) or
1: mary jane's so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) yes half the city (laughs) half the city's going to be destroyed and oh no i'm late to meet dust the (laughs) collars um yeah he's he's more quippy though i mean because it's a Twelve-hour game or something. Mm. Um, there's more Spider-Man jokes, and I think some people uh, criticise the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films for him being slightly less quippy. And there's more quips in the um, in the game. And there's one point where there are people trapped on the boats and it's sinking, and uh, Spider-Man goes, "This seems like a job for some water-based superhero, but you just got me, so here I go." <laughs> and, um, that's quite funny.
0: Yeah, this, the game definitely has that sense of humour, I think, as well with Doc Ock. He has more kind of I'll squash you, I'll rip your legs off and all this kind of stuff, like super villainy dialogue. Mm. And having Bruce Campbell be your guide and tour guide, there's all... I guess he must have recorded hours and hours of just mm. tips and then sort of sandwiched in between all this stuff is just like I just him riffing on stuff. I don't know what people people who don't you know, get Bruce Campbell or people who don't know what yeah. Bruce Campbell means to Sam Raimi movies and people who enjoy Sam Raimi movies and people who enjoy Bruce Campbell, what they think of a his character in the three films being three different people and just like, what the hell's he doing here? And be like what he's meant to be in the game.
1: Well, I think first of all, so just for, Bruce Campbell is the star of the Evil Dead films and, and latterly uh, Ash versus uh, the Evil Dead TV show. Um, he's a massive cult icon, but cult is the operative word. Yeah. So um, I I actually told my missus when we were watching Spider-Man 2 uh, the other night. That Bruce Campbell showed up in the first one, and she was completely perplexed <laughs> because, I mean, admittedly, he's wearing shades and and a, he's a very different character. But um, yeah, I think many people just not recognise that it's the same guy. Um, in the in the game, he's just got he's 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 the ultimate wise guy. So yeah. um, that is very befitting, I think, of New York, which is home of the wise guy, in my mind. <laughs> um, so I think that's what they have on the. Um
0: billboard as you enter new york home of the, the wise, wise guy. guy doesn't say big apple or no the city that never sleeps
2: yeah he, she's wise a
1: wise guy. guy he's a wise guy statue of liberty the biggest wise guy of them all <laughs> i think i've been watching a lot of futurama okay <laughs> come on <laughs> bloody hell so i mean bruce campbell really lifts the game though and There is a little joke he does. You you collect all these little tokens throughout the um, game world, a recreation. I imagine perfect recreation of New York City. (laughs) But um, you collect all these tokens, and every time you do, Bruce Campbell gives you a little tidbit about the game and how to play it. And one of them is, though, if you collect... He says, if you collect every token, I'll say something different. And if you get every single token, as I did every single time you collect any other token in the game he just says the phrase something different <laughs> and that's kind of funny but it means you lose, you spend like hours and hours and hours and hours trying to get every little bitty bit of the tokens and then you end up with just two words and it really really upset me so I played through the whole game again to 99.9% completion just so I don't <laughs> get the last
2: token Well, sequel time already, huh? Welcome back, I guess. I'm sure you miss me more than I miss you. Anyway, things have changed around here since last time, so they dragged me back at great expense to explain what's up. First things first, you're not much of a wall crawler if you can't, you know, stick to walls. So here's what you do. You walk or run into a wall and hold the grab button. Voila, you stick to the wall. It works when you're swinging or jumping too.
0: So there's humour in the game, mm. and uh, I think one strength of the Sam Raimi films is also the humour. I mean, there's always even in in most of his work, Raimi will have a a, a vein of kind of humour running through it. Sometimes yeah. quite sort of dark comedy, but there's always a sort of comic element. And I think it, in many respects, Spider-Man Two is a sort of quintessential. They're superhero movies, but I think of Spider-Man 2 as a comic book movie. It very much has speech bubbles, you know,
1: coming out of everyone's mouths about everything. It's in a slightly heightened world. And, um, yeah, I I wrote down, it's, like, very goofy, very cheesy, in in a very charming way, and... I guess one different differentiation between this Spider-Man and the recent Tom Holland ones. Forgetting the Andrew Garfield ones, even existed as well. I, I love Andrew Garfield, but you just can't help but forget them.
0: I keep, on, yeah, I keep on forgetting they. Until I went into Poundland the other day, I sort of mm. completely forgotten about
1: those movies. Yeah. But, you know, we love you, Andrew.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And he loves Spider-Man.
0: I was so sad when he was just only making Spider-Man movies, Mm. and he wasn't making any other movies because he was a really good actor.
1: We we do like, quote-unquote, bad movies, but... I don't know what I feel about The Amazing Spider-Man 2. In one, on one hand, it's like a, a modern retelling of Batman Forever. <laughs> um, with Ele- with um, Jamie Foxx playing Edward Nigma for half yeah. the film.
0: Except he falls into a vat of electric heels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean... Yeah, that's the point. What, what other film where you see a man fall into some electric eels and become, electroph- become electro? Oh,
0: I was going to say just like yeah, fall into a vat of electric eels and I was going to say license to kill. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, maybe there's a whole subplot which we don't see where he becomes a supervillain but which who Bond singularly ignores <laughs> in his request He's for He's just revenge. in the background
2: just like, <laughs> what about me? Zap, zap, zap! And there's zap. like
1: this on the soundtrack It goes must kill James Bond, must kill James Bond. <laughs> 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 anyway, sidetrack. I mean, I love Tom Holland but there's humour in those films. There's humour, really but funny. I think it's more... It's really odd, because I'm a man who loves Spider-Man Homecoming as well. But watching the film Spider-Man 2, really... I feel really show how inferior Spider-Man Homecoming is. So, I mean, I, I've grown to actually really, really enjoy Spider-Man 2, the movie. And I watched it just the other night. And I was, I think, really... Maybe just some older and more soppy. But I I found the... Soap operatics of it, really endearing and sweet, and the whole like yearning um side of things, which um my wife pointed out that seemed really creepy to her, <laughs> and she was just like, yeah, she is an engaged woman.
0: <laughs> it has an innocence and charm which feels very much corny and cheesy, but it's handled in a way that it feels like it's trying to represent the comic book mm. on screen. And it feels like when people are having these, particularly Aunt May, mm. kind of heart on their sleeve sort of speeches, where it's... It, they're bizarrely sort of explaining the exact same mental state of, you know, the person they're talking to without actually yeah. knowing. I but... mean, there's
1: there's a scene where yeah, Aunt May, if if she doesn't know Peter Parker is Spider Man, everything she says is very bizarre. <laughs> yes, this isn't regular 3 <laughs> person speech. There's a hero in all of us. There's a spider DNA in all of us, Peter. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I just don't have eight limbs. I mean, just going back to what I was saying though. Um, I mean, again, I still I still love Spider Man Homecoming, but there are certain people who kind of poo poo the portrayal of Peter Parker in that, because he doesn't... We we have the great power, great conversation... Great conversation? The great power... <laughs> that was
0: a great conversation.
1: <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> with great power because great conversation. I'm
0: not responsible for the content of this conversation.
1: <laughs> the great power, great responsibility conversation Uncle Ben has is done off screen with Tom Holland's Peter Parker. And that has led some people to kind of rather snub him and feel he doesn't have the same I mean millennials millennial is used in a very dismissive way nowadays but he, he some, some people feel he is kind of a millennial Spider-Man and, and a little bit more surface and I don't really want to go into that conversation but it's clear that Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker, the phrase with great power, with great responsibility is through him like a stick of rock And there's a scene, there's a flash... Well, a fantasy sequence, really, a bit on the nose, I suppose, where he is deciding not to be Spider-Man. And this is in a sort of dreamy fantasy sequence where Peter Parker is speaking to the dearly departed Uncle Ben. And he is just cracking up when he's saying, I'm not going to take your hand. I'm... I'm..." Not laughing. No, he's not cracking up. It's like... (laughs) You, you dumb dead fuck! <laughs> no, he's he's he's. I mean, tearing to, up. Toby Maguire, You he search Toby Maguire Spider Man on Giphy, and it's all his weeping face. And I feel a bit sad for him. He, he right
0: spends ago. about half the film with Grimmizing. water in his eyes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> kind of how I look like when there's no more cookies left in the biscuit tin. Mm. Um,
0: but yes, it, it, definitely the the film has. Yeah, as you say, quite sort of soapy moments. It's very earnest mm. um about its emotions and and a lot of it is dedicated to the the, you know, inner thoughts of the character, his relationships and, you know, what it means to be Spider Man.
1: Um so yeah, I I feel the Sam Raimi films are very, very sweet and um and the tone, I think of these um, other films are, are carried over into the the game itself. Uh, I mean, the game is very much, again, again, the focus is very much on doing the right thing and um, all the way through the game you are um, trying to get to destinations within a certain time limit and then often to meet Mary Jane on a date and then you hear gunfire and shots and you, and you have to intervene. I mean, just to compare to the Arkham games, I wouldn't imagine Batman stopping what he's doing to rescue a child's balloon.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I... Uh, the, the balloon...
1: Oh, no, my balloon!
0: But the best thing in that is when you turn on your Spidey-sense slow motion and then everything slows down, including the voices. So it goes, Oh, no, my
2: balloon! Yeah, I think... The- you, Mr. Spidey-man!
1: <laughs> it's, I guess one repetition in video games is perhaps less of a problem now but but back in back in the day back in 2004 you would hear the same bits of music the same bits of dialogue quite a lot yeah and and um i mean i remember the sound effect in super mario sunshine the tinkling of the of the shines you'd be collecting and that sound is gives me dr- dry sweats or <laughs> just thinking about it and it's the same with this the um, oh no, my balloon! Yeah, it's kind of a, was a catchphrase for some time.
0: There was a, I'll get onto it in a sec, but there was an article on Eurogamer about Spider-Man 2, and there was a comment from one of the developers in the comments section, and they sort of mentioned in reference to the balloon kid missions that. Just because it was a licensed game and they had deadlines, they sort of ran out of time to maybe vary up the side missions as much as they would have liked, hence mm. hence seeing more Balloon Kid missions. But I, I enjoyed those missions in yeah. a way. They're... they're palate cleansers. Yeah. Yeah. You're not fighting crime. You're simply trying to retrieve a,
1: a helium orb. <laughs> and I think Spidey saves um, some balloons in Spider-Man 3, I think. And I was like, yes, that is definitely a reference. What did um, I dream it? <laughs> I was only thinking of Batman. He stole
0: my balloons.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, it would be interesting if uh, you went down to the street level and there was the Joker. Thank you, my evil gas-filled balloon. <laughs> I thought a lot. Of, I've talked a lot about my opinions of the movie, but um, what did you think of Spider-Man Two? Well, the movie. I, well, like I said, I enjoyed it uh, quite a lot at the time. And
0: I hadn't seen it in a very long time before this episode, so I popped in the DVD. It blew off the disc. Blew off the disc, and I enjoyed it just as much as I did before. Mm. I think I, I agree with all the uh, what you were saying about the sentiments, but it was when that the Danny Elfman music starts, mm. and it just felt like slipping into a warm soapy bath. It was
1: just very like. I think, well, the romance theme especially is, it's just, I know for some people criticise it when music tells you what you're supposed to feel, but Mm. it's, it feels like unrequited love. Mm. Um, But also, yes, the the (laughs) Spider-Man. That's not what I meant. Yes, the main theme. It's pretty good. I remember some people saying, oh, it's not, it's not like Batman. It's not as good as Batman's Danny Elfman theme. I think at the time I... <laughs> note, I said Batman's Danny Elfman theme. And I've got <laughs> Batman on his, uh, his, on his synthesizer going, oh, what says Danny? What's... It's verse, chorus, <laughs> verse, verse, chorus. <laughs> yeah. No, anyway.
0: Well, yeah, I think at the time I thought, well, there's not really a tune. But then you compare it to scores nowadays and it's just like mm. there's definitely a tune there's a lot yeah. going on with uh, with the themes in this film
1: although I will say um, the music in a Doctor Octopus sequence when he um, has his accident absolutely rips off the music from Hellraiser specifically okay, so- Hellraiser 2 and I found it extremely unusual um, that uh, in Spider-Man 3, the, Christopher Young, who does the music for Spider-Man 3, he also did the music for Hellraiser. And I, oh, right, okay. I, I was like, that's really interesting. But yeah, um, check out the two scores and you get a chance and it'll be chin-strokingly similar.
0: <laughs> well, um, I mean, we talked about the humour of the Spider-Man films and what Sam Raimi brings, but also there's the horror mm. with his background in the Evil Dead films. And oh, I yes. think everyone... I mean, one of the best sequences, the most Sam Raimiest sequence. Mm. I mean, the, the, pure
1: the, unfiltered Raimi.
0: The sequence in question being the Doc Ock surgery mm. sequence, uh, where you get all the zooming angles mm. and chainsaws, oh. and mm. just feel... <laughs> no no music. I think until the very end, but just silence of just crunching and screams and buzzing.
1: As you describe it to me, I feel like I'm drinking a fine wine. It's like, oh, that's excellent mouth taste or something.
0: Yeah, it's just it's, it's just bravura
1: filmmaking. Yeah, and again, uh, I don't want to cast cast aspersions at um, Spider-Man Homecoming and, and the Marvel films because they're all so great, but just the camera work is just a nu- next level in Spider-Man 2, and especially with that sequence. And, but throughout, you just get just interesting choices mm. and i think they just they the marvel films are often shot a little bit more flatly
0: yes i think it's to do a lot with having a director on board which has a very visual sense i think you saw that more in strangely in thor: Ragnarok where mm. you know taika waititi is a great director but he hasn't really had a sort of huge canvas on which to you know Paint worlds and, mm. and such, but there's some really amazing uh, shots and uh, like uh, incredible framing in, in that as well. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, you could say sometimes unnecessarily, but I think it just keeps you interested. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But that's that's the thing, and I think I think with this film and that sequence especially, it definitely feels like this is, you know, having proven himself with the first film. This is Sam Raimi, you know, allowing himself to. Um, yeah, cut loose. Cut loose, and it's it's nice to see because I mean, since then he did uh, well, drag me to hell, which is. I amazing. keep trying to convince my wife to see. It's amazing, <laughs> um... and he did the pilot for Ash versus Evil Dead. That's, oh yeah, that's his most recent for for into horror. He kept on. He, he was doing lots of producing, mm. um, producing horror movies, but it was nice to see him play around in that area with a huge
1: budget. Mm. And, then, and I, uh, I think he's, yeah, he's doing some projects in the pipeline right now but um i think one's based around the bermuda triangle okay. um but we'll see where that goes yeah it's been a bit been, been he, a little long he's, while he's disappeared into the bermuda triangle quite literally <laughs> for research uh, for research
0: <laughs> so yeah i i i do think it's probably the best out of the three uh spider-man films that mm. he made though i will just give a brief shout out to spider-man 3 it's much oh, maligned yeah. For all the wrong reasons. Yeah. There's, there's issues with that film, for sure. Mm.
1: But... I mean, it's a compromised film.
2: It is. It is a division
1: compromise, but... The hill I will die on is that Spider-Man's dance... Peter Parker's dancing in that film is, is brilliant. Yes. <laughs> and when people say, oh, he thinks he's so cool, he's a dork. That's the point, morons! <laughs> the reason why...
0: Emo Peter Parker is a thing, mm. is because the evil Totsit symbiote, mm. or is it symbiote? What was the correct or wrong pronunciation that people were after Jenny Slate for in the Venom trailer? I
1: know, the that fact, is, that's is going to be
0: like. The Big Black Jew. Yeah. Uh, it gets to Peter Parker and it turns him into.
1: It's sort like of a, exasper- a dick. It exacerbates his worst qualities. Yes, he turns
0: into a little bit of a selfish prick.
1: Mm. That's because he's a good boy. Yeah, so. I don't think I want to watch Spider-Man 3 anytime soon, but uh, I will defend it to the hills.
0: Yes, yes. But watching the film and I guess let's talk a bit more in terms of the adaptation mm. between Spider-Man 2 the film and Spider-Man 2 the game. I picked up on a few different things which uh, I thought were interesting in how they decided to translate. Because mm. what they could have done with Spider-Man 2 the game is just tell the story rather functionally. Mm. But I what I liked about playing the game again and Mm -hmm. having watched the film as well was how they really I wouldn't say crowbarred but they really tried to incorporate elements into film where you think this wouldn't really be worth putting into the game so you have pizza delivery missions Mm. the start of Spider-Man 2 uh, has Peter Parker going
1: pizza time Well you know I got I got a frisson of excitement when Spider Man two the movie started and it's like oh, a pizza delivery mission like the game Um but with to the tune of finiculy finicular. Oh gosh, yes, that's been burnt that's
2: oh,
0: no, don't, don't, don't. I like how the music just gets increasingly well,
1: quicker as you're playing I, I, I have to admit, I, listened, I started listening to a YouTube video uh, which I posted on the socials um, of an hour long version of that and I was saddened to discover it didn't increase in speed for a full hour, <laughs> it does sort of reset itself after right. like two runs and I could just imagine me turning into, I don't know, Star Child at the end or something
0: But maybe if you did the pizza music from Spider-Man 2 the game, but one of those videos where it's just elongated so it's just a 30-second track, but Stretched oh. out to an hour, so it becomes some sort of strange ambient mm. experience.
1: In searching for that track on YouTube, I actually found that pizza delivery music inserted into scenes from like Dunkirk and things during a dogfight. <laughs> seems faintly disrespectful, but you know, it's like Tom, Har- Tom Hardy was doing it, so there's a slight venom connection there. And what other missions are there?
0: Well, so as well as the balloon kid stuff, which doesn't happen in the film, I don't think. But you have so you have pizza delivery. <laughs> But also you have uh, photography-based missions. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You have Robbie, who in the film... So Robbie is one of the Daily Bugle uh, workers. Mm. And he does this... uh, Peter Parker in the film is meant to be taking photos of Spider-Man because he's friends with Spider-Man, but no one knows he's Spider-Man. But then Robbie does this thing in the film where he says, I heard Spider-Man was there, and gives Peter Parker a real look. And I know it's because Peter Parker is friends with Spider-Man, But I think Robbie knows.
1: That's that's a lovely little bit of nuance. I really love it. In fact, I mean, when we talk about Sam Raimi, we talk about his his camera angles, his excess that he does with the extra blood and stuff in Evil Dead. But throughout Spider-Man, there are some great, great performances. That little look Robbie gives. Sam Raimi,
0: he directs in a quite heightened fashion. And I think he always tries to get... Slightly heightened performances mm. out of the actors as well. Everyone's operating on a just a level above reality. I mean, apart from J.K. Simmons as J Jonah Jameson, yes. who's just completely oh you gosh, know for beyond the, reality for the ages.
1: But speaking of of heightened reality, um in the game, uh, Robbie instructs Spider-Man, um, Peter who, Parker. Peter, he instructs Peter Parker. A, a penniless photojournalist to take photos from halfway up the outside of a building. Yeah. I want sp- in five minutes, yeah.
0: please. I want this uh, shots from this construction site mm. from
1: five different angles, mm. like 100 meters above the ground. Can you imagine the scandal if, like, a Guardian photographer, oh, it's not, it's the Bugle, isn't it? So, what, the Evening Standard or something, we discovered one of their, their freelancers had fallen to their death, because they've been instructed to take a photo from the top of Nelson's column of a pigeon. (laughs) It makes
0: maybe a tiny bit more sense having those like really restrictive deadlines for insane deliveries in Mm. the pizza missions, because I think you're always late. Mm. And that's the idea, is that you're late and we've got all these deliveries, so go. And also he has a moped. Mm. And that's meant to be the way to do it, but you know that's not quite impossible. But at but... the
1: start of the film, it's called Joe's Pizza, but the man isn't called Joe. He is called He's Mr. Aziz. Mr. Aziz tells Peter, "You got to deliver these these pizzas in an impossible time frame, in in eight minutes. Otherwise, you lost your job. You might as well just fire him, <laughs> because Spider Man, Peter Parker, barely he barely misses his target being Spider Man. So."
0: Well, he does decide to save some children's lives. Oh yeah,
1: but if he was, hadn't saved Spider. those children's
0: lives, then he'd still have a job.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, he real regrets Sophie's that choice. Every
1: minute of every day. At what cost, this delicious pizza? Yeah, it'd be a very different film.
0: <laughs> Just
2: like, yes. Can you well, imagine Peter
0: Parker as a pizza delivery guy for two hours? But he also let two children die right <laughs> at the start. Yes, it has a
1: surprising <laughs> left turn at the start of Spider-Man, where he casually ignores <laughs> like, the murder, yeah. uh, the destruction of so, two children under wheel.
0: Mary Jane, maybe you should go marry the other guy. <laughs> I'm
1: a bit Mary Jane and Peter having a bit of a conversation over drinks. And um, anything happened to you this week, Peter? <laughs> Um I let these kids die <laughs> while I was delivering pizza. Um yeah. But So I... yeah, it's mm, stretching. I mean, I do think, I agree. It's a good fit and a good synergy between the film and um the game. Any other missions at all? Well, I mean,
0: just in general, like in terms of the in terms of the game, you're stopping lots of petty crime. So the game is very much like it's New York City and it's it's I guess fairly well realised in terms of geography. But as well as the sort of actual story missions, which I guess we'll get onto shortly, you're stopping lots of crimes happening and some of that reflects the film. So sometimes you might encounter a, a car being chased by cops true, and that's... you land on top of the car and start punching the there's
1: not, top. There's not a Spider-Man film if he's not jumping on the car at one yeah. point. So same for the game.
0: But so there's a scene like that in, this, in the film. But also one thing which... I only kind of realised this time playing the game and watching the film. Okay, so the game was 2004. So you have a big city, but it's not the most populated mm. space. It's not the living, breathing New York. There's cars, there's people, I think but it's, it's not enough though. It's enough for what for what it is, and it's it's very good for the time. Mm. But you do encounter people, and every, as you're swinging around, you'll hear people saying, "Great job, Spider-Man! Mm. or Hey, look, it's the web-slinger! Or that kind of thing. And watching the film, Sam Raimi likes those scenes a lot. He likes... There's a lot of New Yorkers on the street mm. pointing and well, saying,
1: There's a kid inside! They seem... Well, most of the people championing Spider-Man seem to be hot young ladies in, <laughs> in like, V-neck tops. Uh, and, yeah. yeah it's basically Spider-Man spends the whole film moping over somebody else's fiancée while other hot, sexy women thirst after him, you know. I guess with great power, great gets ugh, with great power. I can't get is the words out. That what Ben said. <laughs> like, Peter. Remember, Peter. <laughs> 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 Those are the words I find. Yeah, I, I just, I guess, again, looking at this through twenty eighteen eyes, it did seem to be a lot of sequences where either. A producer, or Sam Raimi himself, was like, I need more girls, I need more girls in this in the frame. The, the Raimi films have often been described as a love letter to New York, and, you know, we can't escape the fact the first film was made just before 9-11, and there were some extra sequences put in or shifted around just to boost New York's morale a bit, and one could very much argue that superhero films are so popular today because the work world is craving he- a hero. Being, Craven, uh, or, Craven the
2: Hunter. We need a hero to save us. Yeah, <laughs> was that a bit from, of
1: Chad Kroger? Was that in? Was that
2: the hit song the, for Spider Man Two? Yeah, 2?
1: that was the hit song for <sighs> Spider Man One. Oh my God! There's one thing you don't get today is crappy soft rock music at the end of a film. A superhero film, because um, I kind of had to turn off Spider-Man 2 at the, in, in the halfway through the credits because they were offending mine
0: ears. But you missed the Michael Buble cover of the Spider-Man theme. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you have all these mini-missions and petty crimes to stop, but of course the game does adhere somewhat
1: to the think, movie's plot. I think the Wikipedia entry calls it loosely based.
0: Yes, because actually... Looking back at playthroughs, because I played a bit of the game, but obviously not from start to finish in preparation for this episode. But Dr. Octopus only really comes to the fore about halfway through the the game. You Mm. you have a cutscene early on in in the game, but he doesn't actually... Octavius doesn't become Dr. Octopus until, you know, halfway through.
1: When are we going to get to the fireworks factory, you... uh... You whinny at the screen. And what at the screen? <laughs> you whinny like a horse. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, you're right. They um, they sort of extend it, but I think in a satisfying way. I will add. I mean, there's a difference between stretching a plot, but also or just inserting extra content. I mean, mm. uh, I can imagine if this game was released today, there would be DLC missions and stuff. So
0: yeah, because so the key set pieces in the movie are sort of reprised so mm. you have spider-man at the moment when octavius becomes dr octopus with this big containment field mm. there's a battle in the bank um that sequence there's the battle on top of the train and mm. then the sort of climactic sort of fight uh harbor side so you have these you know the key sequences
1: key mm. action sequences from the film included in the game i think thankfully though one stuff one sequence or one plot threads completely absent from the game is the inexplicable loss of powers which happens in Spider-Man 2. That would be
0: a very frustrating (laughs) level.
1: (laughs) Yeah I mean as I said I've got a newfound appreciation for Spider-Man 2 but I still just never gel with him losing his powers because he doesn't feel like being Spider-Man anymore because that's obviously there's only a problem which you get when it's an organic web shooter organic powers but if you could just sort of not feel like Having an illness or something or not feel like being Spider-Man and then it stopped working. I feel that that opens up a Pandora's box of problems.
0: Well, people have all kinds of stress-related illnesses.
1: But I view view him being Spider-Man as an illness. (laughs) I don't think it's like... Maybe I took the wrong message away from from Spider-Man where he gets superpowers. I envisaged it as a super illness. So when's he going to get the cure? (laughs) I think interestingly... An early plot, an early script of Spider-Man 2 involved Dr. Octopus not only being the man responsible for creating the genetically modified spider, but um, a further plot development would be him being able to offer a cure to Spider-Man. Right, okay. Um, Because I
0: guess he's tied in with Oscorp. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, and he gets bitten by the spider at Oscorp, or was it at the no, university? No,
1: that's um. You're thinking of Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew um, Garfield. Um, <laughs> <to get laughs> the Amazing, amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. <laughs> anyway, I mean, as with any film, they throw together loads of different potential plots, and that was one of them. So it's interesting okay. you brought it up. Um, but yeah, I'm very... I, I can't... I just don't get that bit of the film. And it doesn't really harm the rest of the film. But yeah, not in the game. Um, in the game, Doc Ock gets lots of henchmen. <laughs> and...
0: Lots of people in robot suits. Mm,
1: um, so he doesn't get all of those
0: in, in the film. No, no. But um, uh, you get uh, a rogues gallery. Mm. So lots of supervillains, which I guess some made it into future films but not all yeah
1: I'm, I'm very much looking forward to um Jake Gyllenhaal but I think it's only potentially being Mysterio there are, there are rumors
2: because
1: mm. Mysterio is a character I've longed to see on the screen and I th- I hear that he's not a very popular villain he's got a great look but he's um he's, his whole point is that he's a little bit lame as a and that, that's, yeah. that's part of his character being kind of lame and so I think a lot of people just think he's a lame hero but I just like his look and using special effects as his weapon as well is, is kind of fun. and
0: yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they try and make that a thing. because yeah. he seems very comic booky.:
1: Well, they try and adapt the video they try and adapt the comic book characters into the game as if they were made for the film. So they try and movie fire him for want of a better words. and we get the shocker, we get Mysterio. Yeah. Um, Do we get Rhino? I think Rhino is just the first yeah. um, Spider Man movie game. I mean, I've lost count of the number of times I've dodged to avoid the Rhino charge, <laughs> I have to admit. So I'm getting a bit. I know, I know Vulture, I think, isn't the first Spider Man movie okay. game.
0: But interestingly, Quentin Beck, aka Mysterio, mm-hmm. his voice actor in the game is James Arnold Taylor, who mm-hmm. plays the voice of Ratchet in oh. Ratchet and Clank. Oh. Not, maybe not that interesting. <laughs> oh, interesting
1: to. What's his name again? Who? Uh, the actor. Oh, James Arnold Taylor. Interesting to James Arnold Taylor fan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do you think Beck's got this time? Who knows? He's a little loopy, right? Hollywood types. <coughs>
2: Mysterio, I will determine that your planet
3: is ripe for conquest. <laughs> Mysterio? <laughs> now I've seen everything.
2: <laughs> Dan, do not mock me for your faith. Your fate is sealed.
0: Well, so whether Mysterio is in the new Spider-Man film and whether Jake Gyllenhaal was playing him, it's in... Jake Gyllenhaal does have a connection to Spider-Man too, in the sense that Tobey Maguire injured himself on Seabiscuit and hurt his back, oh. and there was all these rumours and and I think maybe even conversations with Jake Gyllenhaal to take over the role of Spider-Man mm. at the time. In fact, I saw on Tobey Maguire's IMDb page, mm-hmm. I think the first quote which comes up is people always confuse me with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> people always say, I love you in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> but they actually did play brothers in oh. a movie called Brothers. Oh, okay. So there we go.
1: I'm learning all sorts of new and interesting facts about Jake Gyllenhaal and McGuire's Maguire's um, on and again, off again relationship. <laughs> well, there's that little joke when he hurts his back in Spider-Man 2, isn't there?
0: Yeah, so that's uh, a sort of reference, mm. a little meta nod to that. But um, one of the key threads in the Spider-Man 2 game is Black Cat. Mm. A lot of the time is taken up. There's this whole subplot where Peter Parker, while Spider-Man, teams up with Black Cat, who I guess is the Spider-Man version of
1: Catwoman in the sense it's like, are they good? Are they bad? Mm. And also you're a cat. I mean, I must admit my knowledge of Black Cat is exclusively from this <laughs> game, so I, I bet there is some comic book guy out there who could um, not the comic book guy from The Simpsons, but I'm sure there's somebody out there who could explain in more nuanced detail the difference between Black Cat and uh, Selina Kyle. But as you're thinking about it now, the Black Cat's plot thread in the game is all about Spider-Man choosing to be Spider-Man full time, or where, or being Spider-Man. And, sometime, and Peter Parker sometime, and, and he rejects Black Cat. So in a roundabout way, this might be the game's version of Spider-Man losing his powers. Because in the film, he chooses to be Spider-Man again, and his powers come back in full force fucking magically. <laughs> <laughs> but um, again, that would not be a very dynamic way to do it in the uh, game. So to have a few fisticuffs in art galleries <laughs> with mm. Black Cat, I think works just as well talking a little bit about the combat Mm. in the game.
0: We mentioned how maybe this new Spider-Man game takes some cues from Arkham Asylum, and that's probably to the benefit, because the combat in Spider-Man 2 was never necessarily its
1: strong... There are ways to do combos. There are special moves, but you get just as much, just as good results, just button mashing.
0: Yeah, I I would find myself, once I unlock certain combos, I just repeat those Mm. combos over and over again, and then then just not really use anything else. There's some variety in that you have a spidey sense, which I guess is your dodge um, and slow motion as well, which, you know, incorporated...
1: (sighs) In other games and used fairly yeah, extensively. I mean, Batman but... in Arkham Asylum somehow has a spider sense because his head flashes. And well, maybe Bruce Wayne was bit by a spider, radioactive I mean, spider. He two. just brag about it. Now. Yeah, or maybe it'd just be too confusing. I am Bat and Spider Man. Well, that happened after he
0: became Batman. It's just like, well, I've got
1: the brand now. <laughs> yeah, I've like, I've got the napkins. I mean, he was trying to design the Bat logo with eight legs. No, it's just it's just... It's like a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got this Black Cat. We've got Mysterio. Oh, shocker. Is one I remembers. I think they're nicely spaced out, and um, but I think people's abiding memory of th- why they like the games so much is just the mechanics of it, the um, the swinging around. And I don't know if we've actually mentioned this already, but you know this was. The first Spider-Man game to think, hey, maybe Spider-Man doesn't swing on clouds. Yeah. He actually swings on the corners of buildings and it has this sort of loose artificial intelligence where, where it kind of guides you to where your web needs to be and it's just so clever. And I think it's developed by this chap called, is it Jamie Fristram?
0: Yes, yeah, so in this interview I talked about uh, earlier... This interview with Eurogamer. I thought you were going to say with Yuri Geller. <laughs> it's like, why? Oh, he's got a spidey sense.
1: Me. <laughs> yes, he was bitten by a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's claimed that at some point. But anyway.
0: But yes, Jamie Fristrom, who worked at Treyarch. So Treyarch were the developers of this game, Spider-Man Two, and they worked on the Spider-Man One movie game. As well. They actually started out doing more ports. They ported the Tony Hawks games, Tony Hawks Pro Skater games developed by Neversoft, so there's another pullback mm. connection. But yes, it was during, I think, the development of the first game, he tried to make the swinging mechanic more interesting, more mm. based in reality and the physics and, and things. So he was the one who started developing this uh, mechanic and then other people came on board to mm. refine it. And it, it's, it's so... really what makes the game um, so heralded. It
1: makes it sing. I mean, it's so frustrating to watch the earlier Spider-Man games where he's just swinging up into the sky and it just looks like he's, he's slow motion running through the middle of New York. But yeah, just before recording this podcast, Rory got the old um, GameCube out and uh, gave it a whirl, and it was like riding a bike. It was slipping on a comfortable pair of shoes. It was muscle memory. I must have sunk so many hours into swinging around New York, and when people said how much the Batman Arkham games make you feel like Batman, this categorically made you feel like Spider-Man, and it was baffling how it was like a it was proving that a licensed game could be great and um I think any licensed game should really reach for the example of Spider-Man 2 when it comes to, when it comes to how, how do we approach this game, how do we adapt this character? It's very easy to take how a game feels for
0: granted. Mm. And I think a lot of games maybe take the easy route, but to translate how buttons interact with a character on the screen and to make you feel like what you're doing with the controller is being translated well can be quite a difficult thing Mm. sometimes games you know when you get i think one sensation people will think about is if you're in playing a video game and then you have to look around a corner and you find yourself tilting in your Mm. seat slightly or when you're jumping across a ledge in a video game and you feel the urge to sort of lift your body up as if that's going to give you some sort of extra push mm. even though you're just sat on the sofa and you're not actually in the video game realm. And I think where Spider-Man 2 succeeds is I don't know what it's like to be Spider-Man but I feel like I get an idea of mm. how it would be with the swinging action and the motion but also just the momentum. It's It's as much to do with the you know, as you say, being able to connect
1: to buildings Mm. and tangibly interact with the world. It's like you can see a corner of a building and you think, I want to attach a web to that. And you you absolutely do. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's it's translating what you want to do into the game, but also using the physics to do it. So when you jump off a building, you know, right, I've got this amount of time before I need to shoot this web before Mm. I spatter on the pavement. Or just knowing yeah where you're going and the speed and trajectory so just swinging but also then running up a wall I mean, you mentioned run.
1: jumping and running again. and It's funny, though, um, in, in both um, the PS4 Spider-Man game and the game we're talking about, there is a lot of running up walls involved. And I don't think I've ever seen Spider-Man do that in the films. I'm missing or... a trick. I know, he's, he's crawling all the way, he's Spidey. But you actually do next to no crawling because it's the slowest way to get around <laughs> anything in the game.
0: Well, I mean, unless you were being very stealthy. And I, I think in this interview as well, uh, the developer was talking about how they did want to try and incorporate some more stealthy missions. And, it, you know, the I think the sort of publishers and people at the time were slightly against that and they wanted mm. it more action focused. But then that's part of what made the Arkham games successful is having that stealth element. And that seems like the new Spider-Man game is going to add that back yeah
1: i would definitely say the most exciting thing about the new spider-man game is is the development time you're talking about because although we are monstrously impressed with the this spider-man game we're talking about spider-man 2 it was still a movie time game and it had to be released yeah in the same year as the game and i I think actually i should mention i've noticed we're we're talking about the spider-man 2 game That was released for GameCube, Xbox and PlayStation 2, but there was a PC version and I think there was a Game Boy Advance version as well. So (laughs) when we've been talking about the amazing 3D (laughs) graphics and swing controls, we're not talking about the Game Boy game, I'm afraid. Yeah,
0: the PC version apparently chops up quite a bit of the story and Mm. doesn't have the same swinging mechanic. Mm. So yeah, just in case you're a bit confused there. (laughs) But looking at uh, there was some comments on that um, that interview as well, and one of them was from another um, person who was on board the project uh, by the name of Greg Taylor, and he was talking a little bit about so this this mechanic of the Spider-Man Two game wasn't really translated in future installments. Mm. It seems that there was Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, which followed up, yeah, and that in. That used the same sort of mechanic, but the thing is, was that the um, the developers they wanted to push more memory to be used towards graphics. Mm. So as a result, the swinging mechanism, while it was still similar to Spider-Man Two, they had to slow down mm. the speed, and which is fine. But I feel like what I like about Spider-Man Two is the fact that you can get to really, really fast speeds and mm. really tear through the city.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think even at the time. Spider-Man Two was not the best looking game. No, no, and yeah, it is a bit of a blocky game. And but yeah, I would I would go for feel over looks any day of the week. Mm. And apparently, similarly, Spider-Man Three, the the
0: game based on the Spider-Man Three movie, mm. uh, that again tried to use the same mechanics. But Spider-Man Two, they had this mechanic, and then decided to create the city around the mechanic. Whereas Spider-Man Three, they built the city. And then try to add the mechanic in it. But then the streets were too wide. The buildings weren't designed to be swung from place to place. So it just didn't work out.
1: I watched some footage and it looks really ugly. Mm. Which is really bizarre considering that it's a a later game. But I also think it, it wasn't that the game released at the end of the PlayStation 2's life, and the start of the PlayStation 3's life. So yeah. there's, this, there's always this weird period where the next-gen games are slightly underpowered and the previous-gen games are slightly overpowered. So That just sort of
0: proves why the Spider-Man 2 game is still so well regarded and is still thought about so fondly is because other games tried to... Do the mechanic or or and fails doing so, or they just
1: didn't really bother. Mm. So yeah. it's like it's quite apt for Spider Man because it's like just out of reach. <laughs> These games and they tumble, tumble, tumble and and hit the sidewalk. Yes, as what, what they call pavement in America. I mean, um Spider Man Two. The game isn't perfect. I mean, we mentioned it's not the best looking game. I mean, during the and the fighting again, we felt it was a little bit odd and, and the camera can sometimes let you down in, in the fighting as well and I think the the, the recreation of Kirsten Dunst both in the, the CGI cutscenes and in game is is bordering on the on the nightmarish <laughs> I think it's like something out of Silent Hill bounces around the corner. I mean
0: maybe her likeness didn't extend to a digital recreation or something yeah, I hope they didn't like 3D scan them
1: in or anything like that
0: I mean with two thousand and- for yeah. technology that's Just probably accurate
1: still while i run the scanner down you like remember the physical scanners you'd <laughs> Just pull down smush the your face and <laughs> scanner. <laughs> i mean also like the indoor sections as well the less said about them the better
0: yeah once the swinging is not a possibility mm. and you're kind of stuck in an anonymous warehouse and beating up goons it it does certainly, or even if you're just in a shop, there's some very close quarters yeah. battles. It just gets a bit, yeah, button mashy and and yeah, know, not
1: very interesting. I mean, fortunately it doesn't happen too much, but um, that sort of section reeks of they're against the clock a little bit. So mm. um, you don't really hold it against them, I suppose. And, you know, it does recreate scenes from the films, but it is 2004, so there's like the train chase is, is another highlight of the film, I think even before the film came out, I was hearing massive buzz about this sequence in reviews and stuff like that. But uh, in the game, it's a—it's v- like fighting on the caterpillar ride at a fairground. It's very slow, and there are sections where you fall off the train and you just kind of jog to catch up the train <laughs> again. But you know, still every every cloud of silver lining. There are just wonderful sections where you're fighting goons on a rooftop, and you pick up a goon. And, and, and Peter Parker thinks, um, with great power comes great blah, 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 blah. And he just chucks a, he chucks a goon right off a building or into the drink, into the Hudson River. So that's endless amounts of fun. <laughs> that's the sort of crime. I mean, you know, they made their choice, Peter Parker thinks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, is Peter Parker one of those superheroes who's like, no killing?
1: I should hope so. It takes some. I hope he doesn't kill loads of people in between films. Maybe J. J Jonah Jameson is right. <laughs> Spider-Man is a public minister. We, just, we don't question whether or not J-, J. Jonah Jameson might be right.
0: We're draining bodies out of the
1: <laughs> Hudson River. He's webbed up <laughs> with his special fluids. She was 15 years old. <laughs> Thrown off a building. <laughs> anyway, would you recommend uh, the game Spider-Man 2?
0: I think... It's worth going back to. I, I don't know how much it would hold up for those who didn't play it at the time. I think you have to get used to how the game works and operates, generally speaking. But I think it's everyone should have a go at the swinging.
1: I think we've been playing sort of our saved copies. I checked Rory's save file, and there was like a ten-year gap between saves. Yeah. <laughs> when you start the game, as naturally you're you're swinging slower. You have to boost up your character, so it's actually pretty difficult to start playing Spider-Man Two again. But I would I would advise sticking with it. I think it's it's very playable even today. You know, try and make sure you can up, get some kits which can slightly upscale it. But, um, yeah, I would recommend it. But, you know, this new Spider-Man game does look pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe
0: playing going back to Spider-Man 2 will be rendered sort of null and void. But you'll be missing out on some choice Toby maguireisms Oh, yeah, so. you'll
1: be missing out in the final act. Kirsten Dunst saying, Peter, don't die. As you're you're being twatted by eight limbs.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's just like, Peter,
1: don't lose. (laughs) What an odd thing to say. (laughs) It's like when I dropped something precious and and my wife says, careful. Well, it's happened now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would I would heartily recommend both the film and the game Spider-Man 2. If it's been a while since you watched the film, I think the, the earlier film should not be dismissed. But um, if you've got a GameCube, an Xbox, or a PlayStation Two, and you see Spider-Man Two in the bargain bin or in CEX or whatever, just don't think about it. Pick it up because it's a well, it's a bloody good Spider-Man game. So, if we having anointed Spider-Man Two as being a prince amongst superhero games, um, what other film are we going to do next in games on film?
0: Yes, well, we're back to games on film as opposed to film on, on games? games. Yeah. And our next episode will be Prince of Persia, The Sands of
1: Time. Ooh. Yes, the first in the <laughs> Prince of Persia franchise. Don't get confused with the... Um, what is it? Pr- Prince of Persia and the Curse of the Black Pearl? <laughs> and Prince of... Hmm. Well, yes. It was very much positioned as um, the next potential... Uh, Pirates franchise, but um, there are many more Pirates films than um, Prince of Persia movies. Prince of Persia movies, but we'll get to that yeah,
0: in the and next a, episode. Again, featuring Jake Gyllenhaal, mm. as previously mentioned on this podcast.
1: Yes. I don't, does he get bitten by any radioactive animals at all in Prince of
0: Persia? No, he just has a sand glass dagger.
1: A uh, sand glass dagger? He gets bitten by the dagger? Just like Sandman. Just like Sandman, there's your connection. Yes. Um, But what can people do in the meantime? Well, you can follow,
0: like, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at GamesOnFilmPod, Facebook.com slash GamesOnFilmPod, Instagram.com slash GamesOnFilmPod now if you like your updates in a visual format. You can email us, GamesOnFilmPod at gmail.com, and you can contact us. Well, maybe don't, (laughs) (laughs) If you don't like Spider Man Three, mm. don't contact us on Twitter at Rory Steele. Um, my handle on Twitter is Only Man Who Can. And the music for this episode was by David Lightfoot. Do you mean? have anything to plug?
1: Do I have anything to plug? I do a lot of comedy, so check out um, my Twitter feed, or just search for Harry Steele uh, Comedy on Facebook or the internet. Yes, and you can also.
0: Look at the internet and find details about Gamer Disco. We're on Twitter and Facebook as well, and we host all kinds of video game related club nights and events with three monthly nights in London. So check us out. Mm. I've been Harry. I've been Rory.
1: And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
0: a podcast about Spider-Man.